Once upon a time, there were millions of businesses struggling. Every day, they wasted time, effort, and money on repetitive tasks that added no value. One day, the Better Automation podcast by Processio came to help them find a way. Because of this, these businesses save time, reduce costs, innovate, and make better decisions. Because of that, these businesses grow, scale, and use human creativity to change this world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm your host at Better Automation Podcast by Processio, where I interview the world's top experts and share their very best ideas on how to improve automation in your business, processes, and life. My guest today is Harshal Trivedi. Harshal is the founder at Tusker AI, an enterprise-grade automation toolkit blended of no-code AI platforms for all business communities that want to run things within a fraction of the cost. Harshal is the founder of three successful IT ventures with 15 years of experience. He is an artificial intelligence enthusiast and currently focused on developing a no-code computer vision platform. Harshal, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm happy to have you here. I'm excited. And I want for you to present the story of Tusker AI. How did you find uh, the need for it? What is, why did you find that now is the right time to move into the AI field and help use it for automation? And what difference does it make? To uh, start with, like I was into automation from last like 10 to 12 years. I started my automation journey from the early days of my college where like I developed a braille hardware for the blind people. So I supposed to visit uh, a blind school over here, which is the Asia's biggest blind school. And what I saw was like people were able to like use computers, they were able to use their phones. But as an engineer, what I saw was they were not able to read high-end technical stuffs. The books which were there were only till the school levels. So there were, it sparked my journey to automation where we developed a hardware from where they can read the high-end engineering books from that Braille hardware. So there, from the early days, that sparked. Then I was associated with one, I was like a contributor to one of the early stage auto ML projects started by Carnegie Mellon professors. So I was only a contributor there and later it was acquired by Apple. So that made my journey into AI. So that was the first stepping stone where I started my journey into the auto ML space. Now talking about Tusker and how it started. So I'm in this particular space from last like five to seven years. And what I see over the years talking to multiple customers like customer spends millions of dollars in automating their processes into AI. They need to have large technical teams to create AI models. And what happens is it takes like months and months of time to create one or two models. And after spending months of time, 
and capital, still there are multiple projects that fail into POCs or MVPs, they do not go into productions. So, there is lot of black box for the stakeholders when it comes to AI. So, if the models are made, they are not optimized enough to go to the production or the production cost is too heavy or they will come to know the data is not proper or data is insufficient or only the part of the data is useful. So, that is part why not to create a tool that can just use three simple clicks, upload, train and deploy in three simple clicks without writing the code and without having the knowledge of AI. You can build your own AI models and deploy into production in just few hours. So, this is the overall journey where it is part to start Tusker. Thank you. So, if I understood you correctly, you know, for many companies, it's a big investment whenever they need to create an AI model. They need a team of highly skilled people and even then they might find out that it's not working as it should so they cannot use it in real life or there is a problem with how it handles the data or how the data, uh, whether there is enough data and all that and all that money was lost and time. And so what Tusker does is three steps where they will upload whatever they need to upload. They will train the AI algorithm or model and when it's ready, they will deploy it. And therefore, it becomes a matter of hours where they can iterate, they can test and they can find out the results at a fraction of the cost, as well as a much, much faster turnaround uh, and turnover over time. Is this correct? Yeah. Thank you. Well, how is that related to automation? Because we spoke about AI, about the AI models, and you are very versed in automation. How can people interested in automation use something like Tusker or an AI optimized algorithm or something like that in order to improve their automation or data reporting or test the quality of the data available and find trends they didn't see in the data from before? Or tell me what would be some case studies or use cases that you find useful? Uh, taking on the customer perspective, so as we see, they all have the infrastructure in place as they are like businesses running from like couple of years. So they have tons and tons of data. In terms of if we take image and video data, so there are terabytes and terabytes of data which is stored every month. But the thing is the complete processes are manual as of now and businesses are not educated enough to how to take actionable insights from the data which they have. Now using Tusker and it's a no code so it can work in multiple domains. We'll just take a simple example into a manufacturing domain where a manufacturing plant can automate their SOPs, standard operating procedures, their anomalies, their compliance and their security requirements and others with their CCTV data infrastructure which they already have in place in just hours of time or in just few days. I'm giving a sing, uh, simple examples into SOPs in manufacturing, there are multiple standard operating processes which need to be followed. So, suppose if a worker is working inside a manufacturing plant, 
there are a lot of SOPs that he needs to wear the red hat, uh, hard hat, he needs to wear the vest jacket and he needs to wear the gloves. These are a simple compliance part. But as and when there is a problem, it breaks the complete production pipeline, there is a chaos and there would be hours of loss into the production of the manufacturing plant. So through Tusker, they just need to upload this particular data, uploading the data on a single click they can train the model and deploy, that's it. Within a day, a complete SOP for the PPE compliance, personal private equipment compliance will get automated. So this was one of the examples. Other, if we look at the anomalies, then there are particular uh, spaces where we, where we work with one of the uh, largest uh, copper factory, where the scrap of the copper and the actual copper which is made in the cables, the cost of both is same. So there are lot of theft issues month on month happening in that particular uh, manufacturing plant. So for that, in terms of anomaly, if they have some restricted area where the scrap is there, and if they can authorize few persons to only enter that, then through a simple CCTV camera, we can automate the complete process where real-time alerting systems can be generated. So these are only two examples for only a, a specific domain, but it can be in multiple domains and multiple use cases can be measured through your real-time CCTV feeds. So this is where the vision component comes in. Is this correct? So instead of only creating the process or as you said SOP you have some visual confirmation that it was followed and if it's not followed after you know the training that confirms that it checks for the right things it will alert you that the SOP is not followed correctly and therefore you will take corrective action or what is exactly the part about the training and the AI compared to using any other simple manual um, SOP confirmation or SOP clarification process? So now where there is a huge implementation, so if we take large manufacturing plants, they are across acres of land. So at a minimum, they have more than 100, 200, 300 cameras on their premises. Now manually monitoring that 300 cameras is practically not possible for a person or two to individually monitor every fit 24 cross 7. It's a very hectic task. Plus, as it is manual and as there is a person intervention in that, there can be lot of things which can be missed. But through Tusker, it will only give the actionable insights where the anomalies or the SOPs were not followed. So, he needs to see only the data so it doesn't need to surveillance the all the 24 cross 7 uh, data it just needs to look at that 5 minutes 10 minutes or 15 minutes of data throughout the day which generates a real time alerts that at this particular time and at this particular moment and in this particular area our sops were not properly followed it reminds me of management by exception which is that managers should only intervene if within a range that is acceptable if the 
results or the outcome or anything like that is too low or way higher than expected and only then they should intervene either to find out why things are better than they should or I why things are less you know worse or less optimal or less good than they should which saves them a lot of time tell me this and I know you're from India and you have hundreds of millions or uh, of of people who are in the job market and the job space and all that there are some people who will say uh, automation or something like Tusker would be uh, reducing their job prospects or opportunities well what do you see in the future as the role of human beings to add value that AI or automation or Tusker cannot you know do that human beings should focus on in order to create abundance and great things in this world so to answer this through ai what happens is like many people tend to say that they will lose a lot of jobs and all but through ai what we are focusing and what i see as a vision it increases the productivity of a specific plant or a specific enterprise where it is implemented it's not meant to track a person or lose job of a person but it is just to meant to make the process in such a way where it is more productive that is the first case uh, in the second case what ai will do all the static and the manual processes which are happening it can automate all that it can generate real time alerts analytics actionable items through machine learning you can have predictive analytics as well so what will happen the static task will get very much reduced for the business owners where they are doing the businesses at scale and we are doing they are doing in the multiple uh, countries and multiple setups and when there are thousands and thousands of employees working over there it is easy to track and easy to manage manage the process so all the static task will auto, uh, will get automated and the persons who are doing the static jobs will get more productive and do more productive tasks where they can be highly paid actually i'll add even more because when a company is scaling their biggest breaking point or issue it's hiring and therefore by doing this they need to hire less people they will need to focus on hiring the right unique talent rather than hiring supervisors and people who will be doing jobs to check that the sops are followed and all that while ai can just take care of that do it reliably 24 7 without a break and saving the resources of the company to actually scale and get the key talent that will make a real difference to their bottom line and to their results and outcomes then to ask you more you spoke and gave examples that are more related to mining manufacturing uh, such businesses how can other businesses take advantage of ai enabled vision focused automation like tasker ai to make a difference in their workflow yeah so uh, uh, as uh, if we look at the generation right now right then everyone is majorly working over images and videos the complete social media if we see it's all into the image and the video stuff if we see everywhere 
everywhere every government every uh, other businesses are implementing video surveillance and uh, other stuffs to make analysis of whatever data they already have so if we take into not manufacturing if we take into retail then in retail there are multiple things where they can check the demographics means what type of customers are coming then whether they are male or female they can build a great customer experience so if there is a vision intelligence on top of the a person who is a representative to the end customer he can check his emotions and the business or the stakeholder can get real time insights whether the behavior of a person with the end customers are proper or not in the retail other examples are what are the areas where there are maximum uh, customers are coming where uh, customers are not coming more so all that things can be automated into retail other than that if we go into uh, say for example into the uh, in the government space where we have worked into beaches then it can help in saving lives of the people also so we can do a beach surveillance through vision intelligence through a drone where if there is a yellow mark or a red mark where person should not swim beyond that if a person goes beyond that an automatic alert get can get generated a watch guard can get a notification real time notification and he can just go and save if more tide is coming at that point in time through vision intelligence we can automate that and we can evacuate the beach as early as possible so there might be less casualties so these are other real time use cases where vision intelligence can use and there are much more examples than this also that sounds really really fascinating and since you're in touch with the uh, state of technology nowadays and automation and all that what trends do you see will be future trends when it comes to ai to the usage of vision and you said everything now is more focused on pictures on videos that will either make businesses work better function more effectively or even open new ideas and new doors for new companies and new solutions that can change the future do you have an idea of where the trends are going right now when it comes to ai automation and uh, ai vision focused uh, applications so uh, looking at the future trends into ai so i just go back two decades so if we go back two decades then there was a y2k era which came in 2000s where every businesses wanted to have their presence online so they created the websites and all once it was done then came the part everyone wanted that processes into erps or supply chains there were everyone implemented the supply chains and erps after that the mobile era came where every businesses came into the mobile apps of android and ios when every businesses were there on mobile then there was a huge internet traffic which was going across the world so there was a scalability issue and all the application and businesses were becoming global there were cloud came in place and make make all the businesses global and scalable and now sitting here right now if we look so next trend if we see is into data 
where they have all the data in place they have all the data segregated like aggregated over cloud everyone has their online presence so the next era would be generating more analytics out of that data second getting more actionable insights into getting predictive analytics third would be more and more image and video surveillance is used so that would pick up the market in the next decade and for the future if we see like voice image and video will rule the next decade into ai space yes i am really excited about the future i find it fascinating all the opportunities that are open all the lives that will be truly changed all the extra value that will be there and i'm sure that tusker will be a big part of this can you speak a bit more about tusker if people want to use it or to learn more about it where should they go can you just summarize the value proposition in a few sentences and i will make sure to write the website in the description as well so to use tusker what we are aiming is is into the touchless acquisition into image and video analytics and our overall vision is to democratizing computer vision at scale where anyone and everyone can come and build their ai models without having to learn ai to reach out to us you can visit our website www.tusker.ai you can go there you can uh, request for a uh, register and request for a support where our support staff will get in touch touch with you and will uh, bring you on board will understand your needs and will explain you educate you that how the data of images and video which you have can be generated to more insights can generate more value to your business generate more roi to your business and in less than like 2 to 3 days with tusker you can easily start your automation journey thank you i uh, it is very very useful and on my side the tool i'm impressed by and it's making this whole podcast possible is processio that i recommend to everybody it is the modern low-code, no-code platform for advanced automation and creating an enterprise-grade backend for your software that I'm sure it can integrate very nicely with Tusker AI for even more power. Any listener can get free access at Processio.app for a free account they can use. And when they're ready to upgrade and are fans and want to use it even more, there is a very generous discount code it's called better 50 off one word in capital letters it's written here and you will get 50 percent discount on upgrades you can find more info in the description thank you harshal it was my pleasure my honor and i wish you to keep going because you're doing good things thank you so much thank you aziz for uh, hosting me and thank you for like uh, for the podcast and all and thank you everyone for listening and uh, thank you Aziz again for hosting me. Thank you all.